What's up, everybody? This is Purpose Podcast, Worship with Purpose, On Purpose. I'm your host, Janelle Lewis, and I'm here with pastor and former music minister, Brandon Cowden. I don't know if you can be a former music minister. I think once a music minister, always a music minister. Yep. It's like the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> Hoorah. <laughs> and also joining us is band leader and bassist and my husband, Xander Lewis. So we're happy. (laughs) (laughs) Our mission is to enrich church worship ministries with applicable, intentional, spiritual methods of functioning so that we may meet our ultimate calling of knowing God and making him known. Each episode will have three segments. We'll address topics of worship, scripture, and ministry, and then we'll have a little Q&A. And lastly, we'll have a little segment called Pulpit or Playlist, where we talk about some popular songs, songs that you might hear on the radio, songs that you might get across your Spotify or Apple Music, and whether or not they would be good for your Sunday set lists or conferences, or maybe just your playlist in your car. So we'll get right into it, and today our speaking topic is It's Not By Accident. So Pastor Brandon, will you start by giving us a like paraphrased timeline of your time in music ministry? Sure, absolutely. Uh, so uh, my time in ministry, music ministry started, um, I was very young. I, I started playing piano uh, when I was six, started taking lessons when I was six, and um, I, I uh, did not want to uh, play piano. Uh, my parents kind of forced it on me. Um, I played piano, played saxophone, um, and we did all kinds of stuff. But um, piano was like the one thing they like were like, you got to stick with this. So I, I was uh, taking lessons for um, from six to basically when I got about, I think, 10 or 11. And... Um, I hated it up until that point. And uh, after those years of, of hating it, you know, I was like, I, I started playing this song. It's such a random song. It's called Surround Me, O Lord. It's an old chorus. Mm, too old and for me. Yeah, it's, it's super old. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was, it was a very basic song in the key of G because we played in G a lot. G for Jesus is what Amen. we said. Amen. My grandpa used to say that. Yes, yeah, yeah. G for Jesus. It's, it's a real thing. And uh, and so I played that. I played that song over and over and over again because I just I love the way it sounded. I thought oh, I sounded just like you know how we played it at church. And so it was one of those things that I started developing this love for playing the piano. Um, and so from there, I mean, it just took off. Uh, I was wanting to always play. I was I would come up after service and play the piano. We had a real piano at the church I was attending, and so I would come up and play after service. Um, and then eventually when I was around uh, 12 is when I joined the youth group and was able to play for youth service. And then I started playing for the choir the first time at 13. Wow. And, um, and I, I remember playing. I remember my music minister, he came up to me one day uh, after I played a song. And I thought I had killed it. You know, I was like, man, I'm smashing this song right now. And he said, hey, why don't you um, let, lighten up on that pedal? You know, that pedal is just, <laughs> just hanging on just for a while. And all the notes are running together. I was like, it sounded perfect to me, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but no, when I started playing for the choir, I mean, it was just a love I had for music and for playing piano. Um, and just throughout, you know, my childhood, um, you know, playing for whatever I could at church, whenever they needed. Um, and then from there, I started playing for other events, youth rallies and stuff like that. Um, and this is back before, like, tracks and all of that. You know, it's open monitor 
and it's like you know uh, anything can happen anything can happen yeah. right and it was just old, old school songs we only sang hymnals at our church and uh and and we would do choruses but not like songs today we would never do anything yeah. like off the radio or anything it was hymns or these little choruses and so uh as i said from there just playing everywhere i could and as i um i turned 18 went to college and I, I remember going to a music fest, and I heard this guy named Matt Gordon play piano. And Matt was, he was so good. Like, he was so good. And I was like, I want to play like that guy. And, um, and I remember um, uh, he, went, he was uh, in Illinois at the time, but he went to IBC. He uh, they got a job at IBC, and he was one of their instructors. And I was like, I got to go to IBC. Like, I got to go there to play like this guy, you know. And so I went there. Um, took lessons from him, and I remember he told me something I never forgot. He was like, I said, man, I want to play just like you. He's like, no, Brandon, you want to play better than me. Mm. You don't want to play just like me. Play better than me, you know. And I never forgot that. And so from there, there was guys that I, I loved. Uh, J.P. Bellamy was a student at IBC uh, in 05. Uh, he was a piano player. He was incredible, so polished. Um, and, and so I just wanted to, like, get better, you know. And so from there, I went to IBC, Learn. Went. I was in IBC Praise for a couple of years, and um, and then really started my career as a music minister. But I think we, I think we have a video of you. We I think we found. Oh, <laughs> IBC like a shout. Oh yeah, man, yeah. With the curls. Yeah, we need oh. to link. Oh. We need to link that video. Oh yikes! <laughs> yeah. That's tough. We need to. Man, I was in Mario. See if you can find it. No. So. He had a green green yeah, alligator green. base. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yikes. That was tough. Yeah, yeah. We thought we were we thought we were like the stuff. You it know? was it was fun. It's a fun video. We're gonna link it. Okay. <laughs> Don't judge me. You get some man. <laughs> but uh I mean, yes, and that really started my career as a as a musician. And um I, I, I was here at the, the church I'm pastoring now at Life Church in Wataga, Texas. And um Woo! yeah, shout out to Life Church. Love God, love people. Love God, love people. And so um, I was a music minister here uh, for three years, traveled back to Indianapolis or Bloomington, Indiana, then Louisville, Kentucky, uh, for six years there, then Atlanta, and, uh, and then back here. And in that time is when God just opened crazy doors. Um, I, I, was, um, I played at North American Youth Congress in 2017, and that's when I met, like, all these great musicians. First time I met Travis Dykes, mm-hmm. uh, Andy Ferguson, uh, Aaron Curtis was the band director. I had known him, but never really got, you know, since we were older, knew him. He, he kind of grew up, um, you know, where in the same town that I grew up in. But playing with him, you know, it's a whole different ball game. And so um, that's when I saw these guys that I was like, man, like these guys are really good. Like, you know, they're on a whole nother level. And so I told him, I was like, man, you guys are the Avengers. But I'm Hawkeye, you know. <laughs> I'm the one Avenger that could not live, you know. I don't think <laughs> so. And so, but from that, God opened so many doors um, to, to, you know, I, I connected with James Wilson there, uh, played on James's uh, first two records. Um, of course, I knew Draylon from IBC, but from there, played on Draylon's first record. Um, and so, and it just, God just opened the doors for me to travel all over the country um, you know, and play music and do conferences, whatever. And uh, it was an amazing experience. Uh, so it's that's kind of in a nutshell. A lot is happening between there and, you know, wife, kids, all of that, and now pastoring a church. So <laughs> That's 
That's a lot. That's a a lot, a lot, a lot. That's a, that's a musical journey. But <laughs> it's not by accident. Yeah. Right. Um, how about you, babe? Uh, well, mine's is a small, small little nutshell. Nothing too crazy. But um, as for me, um, I kind of, uh, I really, I really don't know how I got to the music course of God, it being God. But I, all I can say is I, I, I began playing guitar at probably at the age of 12. And then uh, from there, just dropped it, just started going to church. And then, uh, you know, as time grew, as I moved into my freshman year, um, I started picking up the bass here and there by uh, a fellow uh, guitarist, uh, Roy, Roy Ortiz, guitarist back home. Uh, he started putting me under his under, underneath his wing, just showing me a couple of things on bass. And uh, no, But what led up to that? But hold on, hold on. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Hold okay. on, relax, relax, relax. relax. But anyway, <laughs> Sorry. anyway, so we're married. Not, we're married. We're, we're married. So, uh, it, you'll hear more about this on the podcast as it goes on. Anyway, so you okay? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> anyway, as time went on, you know, I wasn't really focused on you know becoming better. I just something simple, a hobby, I guess you could say. Um, but uh, one service we had a uh, would you just call him evangelist. What was his name? Brad Horner. Brad Horner. Shout out to Brad Horner if you're watching this. But anyway, uh, Brad Horner, uh, he preached the message, and um, it really, uh, really touched, really touched a lot of people in that service, and uh, particularly me because, um, I guess he put anointing on me or prophesied of me picking up the bass and learning and going far with it. So from there, I'm like, man, I guess God's telling me to pick up the bass and really lock in. So from there, you know, I just picked up on that. Uh, started focusing in, learning my chords, uh, really learning by ear, nothing too crazy. Uh, fast forward into maybe around 2020. I don't know. Me and my music director getting uh, together. Or was, we say oh, that was 2019. 2019. Sorry, my ears all messed up. Anyway, we've known each other for maybe 10 years and, you know, going. Praise God for that. Anyway, um, married my music director right here. She's pretty mean, a hardcore back then. I almost dropped the bass because, like, I was she, she was pretty hardcore back then, a little, little mean. But ever since we got together, you know, lovey dovey, you know, mm-hmm. changed change her heart. Learned to become a little patient with me, a little bit, a little bit. Anyway, Beautiful so love uh, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think I think mean is a is a word for the replacement word for that would be somebody that has standards. Okay. Standards are important. <laughs> Amen. Anyway, Amen. <laughs> musical standards. Musical stance. Right. Anyway, and from there, you know, um, got married, uh, moved to Fort Worth. Um, was still dabbling along with the bass, just um, not as focused until, you know, God, you know, blessed us with an amazing pastor, Pastor Brandon, <laughs> where he really got me into it. sure you were talking about me. <laughs> of course, man. Absolutely. My favorite pastor, man. One and only. Yeah, there you go. Um, I would say uh, that's what I really... My dad might watch this. But, um, oh. I mean, your dad, he put me on, but he would yell at me, too. Both of y'all yell at me. I'm kidding. I'm like, kidding. Like, man, let me tell y'all something. We'll, we'll <laughs> so back then, you know, we used to have uh, two praise songs, and then our last song, our third song, would be like a choir song, right? And that's when her dad would go on the on the keys and everything. Anyway, when I would mess up or hit one wrong chord, he would just reset the whole set. During service, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. He'll just so wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> just make sure I'm hearing this right. So you hit the wrong, he would be like, hey. Let's uh, let's stop. Yes. Let's like, start. This. Something's not right. Let's. St- 
I love it when people say something's not right, but they know what's not right. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, they're like, look at you, something's not right. Yeah, I'm like. I don't think he ever did that to you. I think he did that when he started in the wrong key. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to that old school though. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that's so how they used I, to I do. We just stop the song that, and restart it. Yeah, <laughs> Who cares? We we got to do it right. Yeah. It's like the second over. time, not start the first over. time. Yeah. Start over. <laughs> But, you know, um, as of, like, now, in the present, I would say I'm really starting my musical journey, really learning about music, learning my numbers, progressions, and really understanding how to, like, really create transitions between each service and songs. Thanks to my beautiful wife and my amazing pastor, really pouring into me. So, let's see where it goes from here. Praise God. Praise God. You should be so lucky as to have him in your ear on Sunday mornings because no, no, uh, listen, it's no. a good time. A good time is like, you know, I'm doing my thing, making cues. You, I'm really, what would you say, Pastor Brian? What would you say I'm pretty? Yeah, man, you're just in that, <laughs> you're in that mic, bro. You're just like, all right, here comes the next part. <laughs> talk back heaven right there. It is. Sorry, did I say it four? Is. I meant six. So yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so our our musical journey, you know, at some point came together. But um, as he brought up, my dad plays piano, and I come from a family of musicians. And um, my parents also forced me to be in piano lessons. Yeah. Um, I used to run away from the house before my piano lesson because I hated it so much. Oh, listen, let me just jump in here because I have this crazy story <laughs> about piano lessons. So my, my, my mom... Uh, used to, shout out to my mom. Um, she used to make me practice thirty minutes. We had a timer, not not like a not like a phone timer. Okay, that's too cool. Kitchen timer. Yeah, like Ding. a thirty minute timer. She would do it tick 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 tick, and so I'll be downstairs and I'll be looking at that timer, you know. And I knew if I turned it, like you know, I was I was like you know I was smart enough as a kid then to mm-hmm. know that she would know, you know. And so, but I I would be so angry with this huge stuffed animal downstairs. I used to beat the mess out of this stuffed animal. <laughs> I punched this, I kicked this stuffed animal. I was pretending it was her, you know. <laughs> yeah, she knows this now, so it's not won't be surprised. But I, that's how angry I was about having to practice thirty minutes a day. It was like the end of the world. But anyway, shout out to my parents though because uh, thank you for making me practice. I wouldn't be where I'm at today yes. had they not done that. So shout out to them. And that panda or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. Like, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. I wish I had something like that. I just think I didn't practice. My parents forced me into lessons, but they didn't force me to practice. I was also the third child. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. The baby. The baby. so the baby. it was kind of like she'll do whatever she wants. Yeah. Um, I didn't say that. I did not say that. Right. To my sisters, it's not true. I did not get away with everything. Anyway, um, yeah, so I, I did not practice very much, but I was in piano lessons for a lot of years, hated it, said that I wasn't even going to do music. Um, I was in high school, said that I was going to be an architect, started my college career as a math major, actually, oh. um, and I double majored in music. I don't know why I put that on there, <laughs> but I did, um, and I ended up doing opera. Um, so I did music education for my degree. I taught a couple of years and then, um, what brought me up here was TCU and I sang opera at TCU for my master's degree and COVID happened and whatever, whatever. Throughout that time, I started ministering in music and leadership at my parents' church 
um, around the age of 19. So I was like trying to do the math of how many hours that I've put in. Um, actually, I didn't calculate it out. I'm going to do that while I'm talking because I just want to know. But I started 10 years ago. It's been 10 years since I was a music minister. I was doing music before that in church, just not as a music minister. Okay, so like 52 weeks a year. So like average six hours, right? Yeah. Average six hours. Times 10. 3,120 of music leadership. That's not counting that some years um, we went to a sister church, a daughter work, every Sunday. So like two services every Sunday. Um, I can see where that so that there's probably there's probably (laughs) more hours than that but yeah I was just curious so I'm positive you've reached your 10,000 extra hours probably yeah positive we we had some some weeks we had service every night um, and there was there were some revivals that were like six seven eight weeks long it was every single night and uh, so yeah we yeah and then we we even when we weren't in revival my dad always uh, went to Salvation Army on Saturday and I played piano for him for worship we would minister at the Salvation Army. And so, I mean, I was I was playing all the time, you know. And there wasn't, like, a lot of technology out then. You know, it wasn't, you know, Internet and all this stuff wasn't a big thing, you know. Right, and right. so iPads and, and streaming and all of that stuff, you know. Even YouTube. Man, yeah. I wish I had YouTube. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> oh, there's a term for this. What is it? No, 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 for your age. Wow. It's what? called this Jerry- guy. It's called, full quick. it's called geriatric millennial. Wow. A like geriatric a millennial. It, it sounds it sounds hurtful. <laughs> is what it sounds like. The reason that I know I've been it is diagnosed geriatric millennial. <laughs> well, everyone, I am officially old. So anything with geriatric in it, yeah. it's like very old and disrespectful. Yeah, man. I'm not I'm actually not that old, but No, no, you're not. not but you are a geriatric millennial by definition. Wow. Um, I only know that because I have older sisters that are geriatric millennials. Wow. Um, I am just a millennial. And my husband is actually technically Gen Z. I'm really not, Gen Z. So. I was born in 1996. You missed it by one year. Ooh. Yeah, you missed millennial by one year. January, though. That's like the beginning of the year. So I feel like I'm technically. No. 1996? Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah, it was 1995. That was the last year of the millennial. I mean, this is the thing, though. I feel like that should be for 2000. Anyway, we're we're off topic. You're Gen Z. (laughs) Gen Z it is. Yes, so you put in your 10,000 hours. Yes. Um, All of that being said, there's just been a lot of things that have led us to this point, Um, and we're happy to be here, and we're happy to have grown just in the past. You you guys have almost been here. Two years in January. Yeah, um, and just so much growth under under that amount of time, Um, and just like it's kind of weird how – your growth in ministry happens exponentially mm-hmm. because it was like those, I'm thinking about these first 10 years and how it was kind of like this. And like in the past two years, it's been like this. And like, that is just like, you know, mathematically an exponential pattern of growth. Um, told you I was a math major. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> um, but God does that on purpose and we're all here mm. together in this room by design, um, yeah. by God, and it's we're, not by accident. Sorry, I mean, on the same topic, um, I guess you could say, like, you know, you saying, like, like I'll never be here, and God putting you in that spot, and then you saying I'm never going to be music di- music director, and then God, God putting you in that spot. As for me, I remember going to NAYC, 
like a long time ago, probably 2019, seeing them, seeing the musicians and everything, I'm like, man, I'm never going to get that level. And then God putting me at this spot, like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is. That's crazy, it is. man. That's how God works. That's how God it works. is. He'll <laughs> never say never. Yes, for real. Say never, man. Don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of leads me to, like, the Q&A part of things. Um, and so kind of, like, preface, prefacing the question, it's just acknowledging that, you know, you're right where God wants you. Um, but where do you feel God is leading you in your journey of ministry? Um, so, um, right now, I mean, I feel like he did so much leading me to this point, to this moment, to pastoring this church. And so now I'm kind of, um, like, I just know I'm supposed to be here. I don't know that I've gotten any further direction other than be here. Although, um, this, when we had our worship night here, um, I had a word from the Lord, from a gentleman and he told me that, among other things, it was like so much happened on that night. Um, but in, in that, which we're going to podcast about that night. Okay, by the way. yeah, that's, that, that's that, in our season. You're just going to have to come back for another episode yeah. so you can hear about our worship. Night. The worship night was incredible. Ooh. So much happened. But so he 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 told me, gave me a word from the Lord. And he said, "I, I want to tell you something." He said that your time here will be the the time that it would take basically for a pastor to pastor. Or, 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 you know, put in the, the work to get to a certain point, mm. that will be cut off for you. So it's like God will speed up your ministry for what would take years to build yeah. won't take years for you. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. And, uh, and I, was, I was like, I mean, it was so amazing because in that moment, like not, not just in that moment, but I had thought about like, man, the time that it takes to build something Definitely. amazing, right? Um, and I'm like, man, it's a lot of work to put mm-hmm. in. And, you know, and you think in your mind, you know, you, we all think ahead, right? Well, not all of us, but I, I think ahead. I think five, ten years, like, what's it going to be like? You right. know, what does the next five years look like? And I kind of place what I think will happen. But he's like, basically anything can happen. Like, in the next year could be the next five. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, God, this is, again, this is where I need to be. Yeah. This is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the confirmation that God yeah. just continues to do. So I think that's where God is. He's ha- has me here. This is what I'm supposed to do. It's so crazy because I think just in the past couple of weeks, we've seen that. Yes. Yes. I, I yeah. think so like, too. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. One, one Sunday. Yes. That's crazy. And uh, it, 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 God has truly done some amazing things in our church and, I, you know, it just can't be explained. And it's just so, it's so quick how you can have a bad week, you know, and you feel like you're a failure in ministry. And then like it flips and we've had uh, three, four incredible weeks of just incredible services, visitors coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people in the great altar services, baptisms. And, Mm -hmm. And so, man, you know, you just sit back and you're like, okay, God. You got this. Mm-hmm. You know, you got it. He does. His plan is his plan. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. How about you? How about you? As far as where? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that was um, amazing. <laughs> it, it is. It is. I'm trying to not go too far deep into it because yeah. we're gonna spend a whole episode talking about it. Yeah. Oh, so I just yes. had to do a hard shift. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'll mean you got to come back. Sorry, You're gonna have that. to come I'll back. I need to bring it down though. But. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, we can't spend too much time on that. Um, 
how about you? You're right where God wants you. Definitely. But where do you feel like God is leading you? In uh, you know, as for me, it's, it's basically me and you where it's leading both of us. And ministry-wise, because we're doing this together, mm-hmm. right? Um, <clears throat> I feel like we're still growing, especially me um, in ministry as a band leader, uh, to disciple, you know, younger musicians or even younger adults or young teens who, who look up to me. You know, that's I feel like that's where God's put me in the right place to do that, really minister to them and talk about my experience. <clears throat> and uh, and it's hard to tell you. I'm not the one to really plan ahead, but, you know, I just, I'm, you know, <laughs> me, I just go with it, you know what I'm saying? Wherever yeah. God it puts me, like, all right, let's do this guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, whether that's becoming some, some youth youth pastors or something or... Maybe if not. that's what the Lord if that's plans. that's what the Lord wants. Well, oh. God, is that want, prophecy? What is hey, this? God, if you want, I, I was, man, I, I was just reading I mean, a lot about prophecy last night. I mean, I will say this: when, also younger, I don't know why at your parents' church, like, there's always evangelists always putting something oh, over me, prophesizing. Yeah, there, there was a I forgot what the pastor's name was, but um, I can't remember who I it was is. A, Let me think, but you keep talking. I was a uh, I was doing Sunday school with the kids, and uh, um, I saw a recording of the guy saying, "Who's that young?" Uh, was it Brother East? Who's that? Was it? Mike no, it was Brother East. I forgot who he was, but he was like, "Who was that young black gentleman on bass?" And then, um, anyway, he's like, that young man's to speak to uh, thousands and people beyond. I'm like, man. Wow. That's powerful. I still got the recording on my phone. I'm like, oh, man. you need to send me that. But, but to this day, I'm like, like I'm, I'm terrible when it comes to like public speaking. Put me up there to MC. I'm about to. Yeah. Man, put me up there <laughs> I mean, for prayer. I'm about to crash. I mean, I mean in your fence, Moses was terrible That's at speaking. That's true, man. That's true. One of the greatest, you know, pastors of all time. That's right? true. But it's, it's just hard just to. And I can't imagine it. But, you know, that's what God does. You know what I'm saying? Does the imaginable. So, yeah. Was he also the one that said that he saw like a sword? Because unless that's a third prophecy. Yeah, there was another one. And I know Kayla can can confirm that that a pastor and you were also not in there you were teaching sunday school and um an evangelist came by and he was talking about you we were not dating at the time but i just remember this because i probably liked you at the time um but about like seeing like a sword just like sticking up from him just like big powerful sword and that you were gonna do great things so so that's my plan, you know. Guys We're gonna have to me. move you into uh, executive pastor <laughs> no, role, <laughs> speaking from the thousands. <laughs> but you know, you, I, you know, wherever God puts me, like I'm, I'm ready for it. Like I'm trying to be sensitive for whatever He tells me. He will speak to me, put me in position. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. So. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is like, it is now our journey <laughs> together, um, especially both being in being in music ministry and ministering together, um, which is also something for another podcast just to talk about navigating music ministry as a married couple. Um, I think ministry in general. Yeah. Ministry in general. It's, it's, it's challenging because (laughs) there's, especially because God created us so differently, man and woman, there's so much different like perspective. Um, and, and I think I, I was called quote unquote, a force of nature uh, by my pastor, unquote. Um, <laughs> and, I'm the, and I'm the one who balances out the peace. Force the of nature. <laughs> you are a hurricane. Yeah, um, yeah by my pastor. Hey, I don't know who, who said that. <laughs> Who's your, who do you, who do you go to church at? 
Were y'all going to church? Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was just, it was in a, it was in a conversation. Yes, sir. I'm not mad about it. Because I know it's the truth. Because I know it's the truth. That's awesome. Um, but I feel, I feel like God is... Uh, man that worship night I felt like God was just confirming where he's leading us and and leading us with this church and with our pastoral ministry and with our pastoral vision um to really really win souls um and and just foster an environment of worship and plan for those things plan for people to just come to God and for us to be facilitators of people coming in droves Mm -hmm. to the Lord. Um, and I, I feel like God confirmed that at that worship night and I had been feeling that on my heart. Um, and so it's just like, I get goosebumps and just excitement and I can't even like manage my speech thinking about it because it's so overwhelming to me what God wants to see happen in his kingdom and how we fit into that plan. It's, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I feel like I can't even move on to the next segment, but we're going to. Do you have anything more to add, add no, to that? No, I think, I think we'll hold off until we, we do that episode. Yeah, Man, it's, <laughs> yeah y'all got to stay tuned for that one. That was, whew, my goodness. Um, God is good. So our last segment, which is a little lighter, um, is Pulpit or Playlist. And we'll link the songs that we're going to talk about Um and hopefully you can get some ideas for your worship sets from this. But the first thing, first song that we're going to talk about is um, called All Hail by uh, Revere and featuring Phil Thompson. And that song is fun. So I'm going to start and say pulpit because we've done it <laughs> at our church um, several times and the, it's like one of those songs that right off the bat, the first time we did it, it was just like the whole congregation was just lifting up God. Yeah. You couldn't ask for anything more from a song than mm-hmm. for everybody to just exhort at the same time. hundred uh, percent. Yeah, definitely pulpit. I mean, it, it was um, being in the service, hearing it. Uh, it's easy. It's it's easy to catch, easy to sing, easy for the congregation to sing. has energy. I mean, it has all the components that you want. Uh, great message. Um, energy, easy to, to, like I said, sing along with. And that's, that's one of the greatest things. I mean, my, my, you know, measure of a good song for church, um, it, it, it peaks when you do it the first time and everybody is in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, if it works the first service, mm-hmm. normally, mm-hmm. you know, you got to sing a song a couple times, people catch it, get yeah, the feeling yeah. of it. Sometimes yeah. it takes a while. But um, it's kind of the same thing when you listen to music. Sometimes a song just catches you and you're like, this is mm-hmm. it, you know. Um, and then sometimes you got to listen to it a few times and then you're like, oh, I like this. This is good. But that one, 100%. Easy, easy pulpit song. Mm. Uh, I say pulpit as well. Real catchy. Good song to open up with. Like I said, get everybody involved. Um, catchy tune. Can I do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't think you're any flag for that. <laughs> you're allowed to. Uh, real, real fun song to play as well. I love it. Um, yeah. Tag on whatever. Yeah. You, you don't now. You don't have to worry about whether it's going to work or not because we've already taken that risk for yeah. you, and we're telling you, go do it. <laughs> like and, and, now. And it's easy. Yeah. yeah. Like it's very musically, it's very simple. simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very simple, easy to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would I would say even uh, an intermediate, you know, band could yeah. could handle it. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> our three-piece can do it, man. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, though. Like, what I consider easy now was not easy to me a year ago. Oh, of course. So yeah. I, I'm sitting here, I'm like, yeah, that's easy. But then, like, maybe somebody who's a year behind. So take that with a grain of salt because yeah. what you yeah. what's easy for you might not be easy Our for me what's for easy me. for you definitely isn't easy for me <laughs> i don't even call myself a piano player because <laughs> it's like having michael jordan in the room and oh, you say man. you play basketball <laughs> i don't i don't play piano Steph Curry. <laughs> i am a singer i am a singer at this table i'm the singer so, check so. out our live stream she'd be killing the um, keys and singing anyway <laughs> um, the next song is Holy Forever by Chris Tomlin and Cece Winans actually just um, recorded a version of that, which is just so good. Your name is the highest. Um, pulpit or playlist? I'll let you start this time. Easy. Pulpit. Easy. Great worship song. Great, great uh, feeling behind the song. Um I mean, it just has that build that you're that you're looking for yeah. that kind of takes you to that next level. Um, often, I'll, I'll tell people, especially for altar, uh, for altar, the not just the lyrics need to be right; it has to be the feel right, of the right. altar. And I, I would I would say even I, I would take a step further and say that the feel is more important than the lyrics matching perfectly. Oh yeah, because sometimes people aren't even listening to the lyrics; yes. they're just they're praying to yes. God. So. And and that feeling of that what you're you know you're interpreting the feeling of the altar word. Mm -hmm. So anyway, great great song, easy pulpit song. Agreed. Um, uh, pulpit. Uh, it took me a minute just to get into it. Like, it's because it's because he's you're I, not a Chris Tomlin fan, I think. Well, it gives me like that old school. 2000. <laughs> hey, hey, easy, easy. Yeah. Uh, the geriatric millennial. Easy, I'm easy. When you yeah, say old school and two thousands, okay, that's not. Sorry, but when CC Wine went off on it, I was like, all right. Yeah, okay. I already knew as soon as I heard the that Chris Tomlin album come out, I knew that song was about to just like. And I that's, wanted to make a cover like, of it too. I think I yeah. talked to y'all yeah, about you that. Yeah, you did. And then all of a sudden, Cece yeah, no. Winans pops off, and I was like, man, like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Great minds think alike, I guess. So. That's true. Um, yeah, pulpit for me as well. We just haven't done it yet, and it's just because we've been doing so many other songs. So sometimes you just can't squeeze them all in. Yeah. Um, it's overwhelming, but it's such a great song, and we're gonna get it in our rotation soon. Um, last one is praise through. By Kira Sheard. Um, man, that song is it's a good song. Um, uh, oh, that's what we did. Yeah, no, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. Yeah, you remember it, right? I vaguely remember it, but yeah, I, I remember it. I break depression, throw off an enemy. Oh, the other one was the bridge. Yeah, the bridge. bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It, see, that's the, our reaction right now to like, do we remember this song? Is like, is it pulpit? Yeah, is it? Who's starting? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna say playlist, possibly pulpit, but I lean more toward playlist on this one. And so the song is great, um, a powerful bridge, mm. but man, you really have to have a strong line of singers mm -hmm. to, to pull this song off. Um, trained singers. Yes. I, I think the vocals on it are so powerful that if you tried to do it without 
that that something similar to those vocals, mm-hmm. I think you're gonna. I think you're not gonna create the same feel as you would in your car. Because mm. yeah. when I sing it in my car, oh yeah, when you got the background, yeah, you got the background singers from there in your car, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, in service, you always got to think about. Can, it's just the same thing as as like like uh, even decor, right? When you when you see a cool design at a church, can it work for your church though? Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that church is is you know. Yeah. At 60,000 square feet, you know, <laughs> so yeah. their sanctuary is huge. Can it work for your church? Same thing with the music vocals. You got to measure your team, their abilities. And I think this one is is a tough one. Yeah, it is. For even, most churches. even for a conference. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It I mean, it, it's powerful. Yeah. It would be powerful at a conference. The message is powerful yeah. and just like praising through your situation. Yeah. But. but you think you have to make like make changes to it, to the arrangement to make it work? I so, would. Yeah, I would take out one of the bridges, the yeah. the the second bridge thing that happens where yeah. she's like fire from heaven, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I really want it to be pulpit just because like I'm like people need to hear this song, um, because I want to sing it mm. like so bad, you know. You just sometimes you, you I know you feel up. that way. I know you feel that way about your instrument. There's sure. certain songs that you're just like, man, I want to play this. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's like. Like you said, I mean, it's not the same as being in the car. Yeah. But you should put it on your playlist and listen to it in the car because you need your individual worship time, and it's a great song to worship to. Uh, We want you to join us again. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you have questions for our Q&A segment, be sure to hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. um, Worship period with period purpose. Period. Um, We post applicable and convicting content weekly along with ideas for your worship sets that flow well for you to use for free. Um, Ultimately, we hope that um, you stay connected with us and we want you to be on our future podcasts or listen. You know, maybe one day you can be on our podcast, but we want you to listen to our future podcast because there's some really exciting stuff that's been happening that we want to share with you. And that's it for today. Have a great one.